Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Lies, lies, you're telling me that you'll be true. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and uh, you know, I'd like to hear from you about the last hour. Do you think that people who make claims about information that they put on the Internet or anywhere else, that they should be able to prove what they say, as well as prove who their sources are, or just don't post anything at all? Send an email to exxon at talkstarradio.com. That's exxon at talkstarradio.com. My guest this hour is uh, Robert UFO Bob Kewen. And uh, Bob Kewen, also infamously known as UFO Bob, is now 77 years young. He grew up in uh, Washington and has had a lifelong telepathic communication with a lady named Eviana, who's uh, from the Pleiadian star system. And uh, she actually brought herself onto numerous radio shows that Bob has appeared on. UFO Bob was transported into an extraterrestrial craft when he was only four years old. UFO Bob was a professional musician, served in the Army three years, and obtained medical experience uh, while in the Army. UFO Bob has done architectural work and has a hobby with the EAA in uh, Oshkosh, in building airplanes, and is a vegetarian. UF Bob has also lived uh, in the Long Lake, Wisconsin area, 
of the Kettle Marine State Forest and seen countless craft that he uh, that he knows are of ET origin. UFO Bob subsequently had a yearly convention started in Long Lake called UFO Days, which will celebrate its 19th year this July. UFO Bob claims to be in the uh, uh, to, all right. UFO Bob claims to be right on the level with what he's going to tell us tonight. And UFO Bob, welcome to the X Zone. Yeah, good evening, Grant. How are you tonight, Bob? Well, pretty good. Good. Um, Bob, you've been in the uh, in this now for a number of years. Um, where do you think that these UFOs are coming from? Well, that's a you know a pretty much rehashed uh, uh, rehashed uh, question. Uh, they come from many places, but to put it uh, quite frankly, I can't really say much more than that because it's it's loaded out there with other civilizations. Now, the one well I'm in contact with is. is is the pleasing star system, and there's quite a few of them from that system. It's more than one planet. You know, it's 500 light years from us. Right. And it takes them about uh, three hours to get here. Uh, what takes time is speed, getting the craft away from anything that'll affect it, like a planet or something, mm-hmm. and getting in a position. And then after that, bang, they're just. Here, possibly, you can't even mark it in time. They're, they're time traveling now. They've uh, more or less updated their craft the last uh, all 30, 40 years. They're changing their crafts all the time. They're getting more advanced all the time. Then they have to slow down. That takes another hour. It takes about a, uh, an hour and a half to uh, clear themselves of any kind of uh, gravitational pull from other planets. Then they get going, and then it's they get affected by our gravitational pull, and then they have to slow it down. It takes about an hour and a half to slow it down. And that, so many people ask the question, yeah. well, 500 light years away, I, they'll never get here. They won't live long enough. No, we don't. They, they never quite get it through the head. They travel a lot different than we travel. Plus, they have a totally different concept of time. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I'm saying is quite roughly put. You know, I don't, I'm not as smart as I might sound, but... I don't understand half of what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you say it very well. Uh, Bob, please stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Robert UFO Bob Kewen is our special guest. His website is uh, com forward slash dundee dot html. Bob Kewen and I will return on the other side of this two-minute break as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. The Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, and then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. My producer tonight is the one and only Gotham City Kid himself. That's right. Batman is at the helm of the Exxon tonight at the Talkstar Radio Satellite Uplink Center and Master Control in White Springs, Florida. Batman, great working with you tonight. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes with Bob Kewen as the Exxon continues right here on Talkstar.
McEwen is our special guest. He's also known lovingly as UFO Bob. And uh, UFO Bob, when uh, you had your first encounter at a very young age, uh, I was wondering if you could share that experience with us. Well, um, what happened was that I'd be in my uh, bed, and uh, in my bedroom uh, that had a window in, at the front of my bed, mm-hmm. and I would notice um, that my bed would raise up and back, and I could see the perspective of a picture moving past me as the bed moved. I, I was very well aware, aware that uh, I, what I was seeing was real. I wasn't dreaming. I was that smart at that age four. I guess most kids are that smart. And uh, I went through the window. Now, it was summer, and the window had a screen on it. I went right through it without breaking the screen. Now, um, the thing is, I when I came back and woke up, um, I checked the screen and, and wondered about that. If, and the screen was there. It wasn't hurt. And when I came out the window, here a bunch of stuffed animals were on my front lawn beneath my window there. And um, they were kind of like they were playing in the lawn. And it was something that they put down holographically mm-hmm. that I could be entertained with something for a while and so I wouldn't be sh- have a shock at it. And I went, and I never knew at that time where I was going. I can't give any uh, information of what I saw when I went on board, because I don't remember nothing. I wish I had. I could make up stories about it, but no, I saw nothing. Yeah. So I, uh, I wondered about that for many years. I think I, I went on about five times, I think. And uh, during that time, I was standing on my back porch steps, and I was looking across the field, and all of a sudden, here comes this miniature little UFO, I'd say about three feet in diameter, dives down across the field, and I see it go across the field. And I used to talk to my... A mother and all kinds of people I'd meet on, uh, uh, in, when I went to the store with my mom and to talk about this thing when I went across the field. And my mom had a slight idea what I was talking about. And she kind of uh, got a little miffed about it towards last because I'd pissed everybody about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, now what I got out of it as proof that something was happening, uh, I learned later on that one, as it got older, that one left ear of mine was always red hot. Then I discovered, as I got more curious, um, that there was a thing like a small BB in that ear, about the size of a pinhead, and I used to try to squeeze that thing out, and it wouldn't come for nothing. And then one day when I was sitting in high school, and I was working at that thing again, trying to get it out of the mirror, and I had a, a good uh, indication and uh, realized that my ear, um, always being red and hot, had something to do with that thing. So one day I tried to dig it out, and it wasn't there. It was gone. Bang. And after that, I didn't have that redness in my ear. So that was one of the things that uh, proved to me that, yeah, I think I know what it was after I heard about other people going on board ship. I think I had a touch of it because I remember that bed going up every doggone night. I went on and went through that window. Now, that was an astral type of um, thing that I went out through that window, meaning I wasn't in a physical body. That's why the, why the screen didn't bust, or the window that was half open, mm-hmm. too, you know, above the screen. And um, it all makes a lot of sense if, if you uh, really think it over. And it might be quite obvious to anybody listening to that, that I'm not pulling anybody's leg on this thing. So it's more of a spiritual experience. It, it was, yeah. yeah. But um, I had uh, a thing uh, 
where I became quite uh, uh, telepathic. Mm-hmm. I could read people's minds, and I still, still can do some of it. And I know my old man was uh, in the uh, next bedroom, my folks, and they, um, he was reading the paper, and he always tried this on me. And, and he said, well, what am I reading? And I could, I could tell him what he was reading. <laughs> and um, it um, has left me with some earmarks, you might say, of the um, thing that happened to me there. And after that, I became very obsessed uh, uh, as I was younger, growing up uh, with airplanes, I still have my airplane nut. I'm building an, a classic airplane with an old French motor and a radio engine. It's uh, made in 1935, and I like the old stuff. And um, it's an old tail dragger. It's aerobatic. It's a small biplane. And single passenger. And then, then I, I start to get into this, and then I moved out in the Kettle Marine of uh, uh, us about 20 miles from where I live now, I had to move out of there because the, the driveway going up to my cottage was so steep I couldn't get up in the winter times. So I moved to Fond Lake. I started that thing. After I lived out there for a short time, I seen these lights in the sky, and they weren't airplanes. I, I know what an airplane is. And these things were doing crazy things in the sky. They'd chase um, uh, jets. This one time, and I, I know that this pilot peed his pants what happened. He, this jet... Uh, uh, this airplane went under that jet. The jet looked like it was standing still, and it let uh, it let out, emitted a streak of green light. It almost looked like a fluorescent light tube, and he was right underneath that airplane. And um, it was out of just eyesight in a short time from him. And that green light precipitated into a green cloud of smoke. And then just disappeared into nothing. It was gone. So I started to see this thing. Uh, I lived right across the street from, from the lake, and I used to go down there evenings and eat my supper from a, my neighbor's uh, picnic table. And I, in the evenings, and I'd watch, and I'd see them just about every night. I'd see the darndest things you ever saw in your life. And so I went up to this, this resort, uh, uh, Bill Benson's resort, Hideaway Resort, and said, hey, Bill, we got to do something. we got to get a little thing together here where we start the things where people can come in once a year and look for UFOs. Now, the extraterrestrial craft, they, they're, they're seen all the time, all year round, but they do make a point to show up. Uh, they only miss twice. And to show up at our convention called UFO Days. And people come out there, and uh, we were seeing them. And then one time, I this um, aviatrix, I call her, she, she, she runs a, a small group of uh, UFOs. And it, many, she's very similar to many um, groups of um, uh, uh, extraterrestrials. They run, they run things in a lot of these planets. The women do. It's um, matriarchal. Mm-hmm. And they get along good. And it's something, maybe, I don't know, maybe that might be a good plug for Hillary, I don't know. But um, they, uh, uh, she's been down here, and they plunge down into Lake Michigan. And then when they come out of Lake Michigan, they see like a cauliflower on top. Right. And um, the, in Lake Michigan, the, you might say the floor of Lake Michigan opens up an airlock. And that's why you see that air, that um, mushroom uh, water 
thing above there when they come up. People have seen this thing. I, I'm not making nothing up. That's been seen. I never saw that. But they uh, are the ones that we see out there um, mainly, but we see other stuff too. And uh, they'll come out. And uh, so one day she got a hold of me, and this is by channeling. And she said, look, um, you people are going out to that mountain there and getting up on that mountain to get a look at us, and you're parking your car. And there was dozens of cars that were there and uh, a small distance from the resort. Look, you um, uh, put your chairs down by the lake, by the resort there, and we'll, we'll fly right past you. And sure enough, they do it every year. They fly past us. They aren't high above the lake at all. It may be about 1,500 feet. And... Uh, I've got the picture. Uh, this I have to. You got some of these pictures uh, that Sheldon emailed to you, haven't you? Uh, he sent us the he sent us the website address where these pictures are. Yeah, you saw them, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, uh, they they are they were good pictures. Of the, I'm going to send you some pictures where the uh, where Eve flew in with her small group of the six of them, and uh, they're suspended in the sky above us. It's, it's a still shot, mm -hmm. and there were six of them, and um, and then three of them went to the side, uh, to, uh, I was facing them, to my right, and they did a ballet. Now, we got this on video. We have um, uh, about over an hour of videos of, we shot of these UFOs coming in. And uh, that one year when the six came in, now, some people uh, are really affected by this. Uh, that one year, two women passed out. One guy who was sitting there with his wife, he said, well, let's get out of here because there's nothing to do with the junk anyway. When they came in, he flipped his lip. He's yelling and screaming and pulling his hair. He said, there can't be nothing like this. And you know what? <laughs> there is a possibility when this finally comes out that the whole UFO thing is real and it's been real for hundreds of years. There might be a few people not taking it too good, but they mean no harm. Uh, so your main purpose is... They figure we're in for, well, in plain words, a third world war, which mm -hmm. could cause a lot of damage and even affect the universe. And this they don't want to see happen. Now, I know there's been other things exploded out there besides us. Uh, she has explained to me, and, and in books also, and the Billy Meyer book, I have that. And um, oh, no. incidentally, this woman is beautiful, and she's about 300 years old from what I gather. And... Um, she uh, explained to me that uh, they are, are going to stay here for quite some time yet, and um, she's working with uh, other groups out there, a Galactic Council. There's two different types, mainly, um, and that is this. One says, well, we can't interfere with their free will, and uh, we got to just let them do what they want, and when they wake up, they'll come around, as a lot of us have. But she, I call her Eve. She told me that, no, and I agree with her, we don't have any free will anymore. We're about ready to um, be regulated by the reptilians, and she knows about this. Uh, of course, she would know everything I would, and I think a lot more, that they want us to uh, realize what they're trying to do down here. Bob, UFO Bob, but, please stand by. I've got to take my news at the bottom of the hour. You Robert UFO Bob Kewen is our special guest. We're talking about UFOs over Wisconsin. Website www.lightofdayradioshow.com forward slash Dundee. 
www.hbn.html is where these pictures are posted. one 877 is toll-free. Speaking about reptilians, David Icke has confirmed he's going to be with us on in t- uh, for two hours in June. And uh, we also have a couple of Russian cosmonauts coming on the show, along with Dr. Edgar Mitchell from NASA. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on Talkstar. Choosing someone to help guide you through deep financial waters is an important as well as very personal decision. Let me tell you good news. You have a friend in the loan business who is sincerely anxious to help you when you need it. The toll-free number, in case you ever do need it, is 1-866-464-1800. There'll be an interested, caring, and friendly voice at the other end of the line when you call Prime Pacific Capital. I know it's not every day you need advice on consolidating credit cards or getting a home loan or getting a lower interest rate, but when you do need help, that's no time to take chances. Call 1-866-464-1800 or visit www.talkstarradio.com. Call 1-866-464-1800 and introduce yourself to your friend in the money business. But don't ask for free samples. I already tried that. (laughs) It doesn't work. Call 1-866-464-1800. Are you looking for a way to restore the love and security you once experienced in your marriage? Then call 877-544-4252. And America's number one marriage expert, Dr. Willard Harley, will send you his 12-CD marriage-building course, a $390 value, yours free to try for 30 days. Just pay shipping and handling. Your companion will fall passionately back in love or return the course and owe nothing. To order, call 877-544-4252. 877-544-4252. Call now. Is your marriage in trouble? Now, I don't want you to stay in a bad relationship. What I want to show you is how to make your marriage the best marriage on earth how to get your needs met, and how to meet your spouse's needs. It doesn't matter if there's infidelity or even if you're on the verge of divorce or recently divorced. Simply call this number, 877-544-4252, and we'll send you Dr. Harley's 12-CD marriage building course, a $390 value for a free 30-day trial. That number again is 877-544-4252. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back everyone, uh, Robert UFO Bob Kewen is our special guest. We're talking about UFOs over Wisconsin. 
you'd like to give us a call and speak to Bob, 1-877-528-8255. UFO Bob, thanks very much for being with us tonight. Great talking to you, and thanks for sharing your stories. Yeah, I want to talk about some of the things that I have done with Eve, uh, asking her a favor and sure. things she came up with. Um, you know, when Y2K was about to happen, mm-hmm. undoubtedly, and um, I called up my uh, uh, guy who was the head of the Alliant Power Company. I won't mention his name. And I talked to him. I said, well, what are you guys going to do about this? Uh, are you going to go manual with the, with the power company? Because if the computers go down, you're going to have a little problem there. Yeah, he said, you know, uh, we, there's old timers. Uh, we don't have them anymore. We don't know how, how what the heck we're going to do. Well, I said, uh, wait a second, I'm going to try and come up with something. I called him back in about a week. I said, hey, don't worry. These ETs, a group I'm in contact with, are going to keep the power on. Don't worry. No problem. He kind of laughed and joked around. I said, well, you know, I'll call you after New Year's. So I called him after New Year's. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, Bob, you know, send me some stuff on UFOs. I want to see what you're reading. He said, we don't know why the power stayed on. Now, there were glitches. Uh, Columbus, Ohio, big, big glitches. Came back on. Uh, Wisconsin Power Light, Milwaukee, six, was on for six seconds. Came back on. They had uh, down there, as in other places, uh, Wisconsin Power and Light in front of the building. Um, they had generators standing right out in the road. You had a drive around them and, and uh you know, the uh, White House had all kinds of computers there and stuff to keep things going or whatever. And um, if, just ask somebody who knows computers, ask them why everything kept running. Uh, third world countries weren't compliant. England wasn't compliant. Germany wasn't. Not, nobody was compliant to mount to anything. It all kept running. Coffee makers were running into third world countries and, and, and over here. Where, and everything kept on going. You ever think about it? Yeah, I did, and uh, you know, there's a lot of very, uh, there's a lot of logical explanations why nothing happened because it was all hype. It was what? It was hype. There was, you know, like for example, Y2K came and went without any problems around the world. Well, there were problems. Where? See that? That's what I was telling you. That's what the government is telling. Um, Columbus, Ohio, was down for a long time. A large portions of the city. There was, there was a, a, I know a guy who worked down at Wisconsin Power and Light, Milwaukee. He said, he, and he was, we were talking about it when, when the, we had the uh, UFO conference. He drove up here from Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, everything conked out for six seconds. He said, I believe you. It's the game back on. There, there were glitches all over the place, here and there, little. This is something that Big Brother didn't want you to know. All right, so you're saying this was a government conspiracy to suppress the information that the aliens oh, yes. actually maintained the the electric power during Y2K? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, see, the government uh, didn't, well, you know, it, it didn't um, shut the power down. It was that, that, that the computers ran out of that, their dates, you know. Well, you know, to, to synchronize that when 2000 came, their, their machines weren't compliancy. And it, it could have been a disaster. And don't think they weren't all hyped up to, to um, uh, 
people were uh, uh, storing food and all kinds of junk, and uh, I, yeah, you know, I, 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 I was telling people, forget it. You know, your stuff kept running. I've talked to some computer people, uh, guys that uh, one guy teaches computer sciences and that. And he said, I don't know. We were I, at, at the time. I was at a major market radio station, and what happened at midnight where it was that all our computers went to uh, January first, two thousand, and there were no problems That's whatsoever. Right. That's right. Absolutely, and not it had the same thing happened in in third world countries. The same same thing happened worldwide. But you know what? It had nothing to do with the extraterrestrials. It had it was because we had a damn good engineer. You are <laughs> you swallowed. Hey, if you believe that, no, I'll I totally sell you a bridge in Brooklyn. Well, it sounds like somebody sold I'll you the right down to you. Now look, <laughs> let's let's be realistic here, okay? I am. All right, let's, I, I, let's, I'll tell you this, let's hold on here, hold on oh, here, hold ahead. on here, hold on here, hold on yeah. here. Prove it. Simply prove what you have just said, that it was the extraterrestrials yeah. who saved us from Y2K. Prove it. Well, let me put it this way. Um, I had I channeled with uh, this uh, person I'm in contact with. Mm-hmm. She, she said that. Well, we can take care of that quite easily. In fact, they even uh, sometimes they do things with the uh, things we have in orbit for uh, computers and that. And uh, she uh, said, "Don't worry, There's no problem with that because we're way ahead of that. We, we know what computers are, and we have them ourselves, but more, much more sophisticated." Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the only proof I got. But the only proof I got was this that I talked to this guy down at Lion Power Company, and he said, Bob, i, I got to believe you. He, he said, I, he, he was laughing at me first. And we used to joke around. I used to tell him about UFOs, and I, I had a lot of literature in that. And he said, hey, send me some of the stuff, because I, I, I want to know what happened. He said, because we don't know. Now, he's with the power company. But if you, if you believe these guys, that, that's like the government. Look at today. We're in a UFO flap. Look at the stuff that happened down in uh, Stevensville, uh, uh, Texas. Uh-huh. Did, did you ever hear Bush talk about it? Did you ever hear any government officials talking about no, it? No, and I've never heard any. Well, no. It's, it's... Well, it, they, they were flooded with, with UFO reports down there. Didn't you know that? They were Not only that, it was worldwide. They were seeing these big ones down there. They were um, a mile, about a mile in length mm-hmm. and uh, half a mile across. Uh, which ones those are, I don't know. She's never told me yet, and I haven't talked to her for a while. I was just hoping that she might even uh, break in your program tonight. She don't talk. She sends signals. It's harder for her to send a, uh, a verbal thing. Yeah, I but, was reading where she appears with you several times on, uh, on radio shows that you've done. Yeah, yeah. Now, how does she do that? Well, I'll give you an example. She did sure. all different types. So one time as she got uh, into my phone, in some way something went wrong, and I, it, it knocked the wind out of me. I, I, I would talk to the, the guy after I, I regained my composure, and mm-hmm. I said, Hey, uh, Joe, look, uh, I, I just about was knocked out. Something happened when I tried to get the signal in, on your program. Another time <laughs> I did it. And I was I was called I got put on guest exchange, and um, 
you know, that's where uh, they send you out a radio station, all these talk shows all over, in, just for a few minutes. And I was, oh, they, were, they called me. They wanted to have, have me for a minute or so. So I, this Pennsylvania called me and said, oh, hey, yeah, I'll talk about something. I said, he said, the guy who put you on, said, you talk about UFOs and that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, bang, my, my phone went out. It didn't make a noise. I just used it to express it. But so I called back, and I uh, I happened to uh, no, he called me back, and because uh, I didn't have his number, because they called me, and uh, oh, I said, hey, yeah, my phone went off. No, it didn't. I'll tell you what happened. When you got on the phone, everything went dead here. The lights went out, and the manager went nuts. He said, you can't talk on here anymore. He hung up. I like. <laughs> Now, I'm not pulling your leg on any of this stuff. See, I'm 77 years old. Why the hell should I spread any BS? Doesn't pay. Not when you're my age. <laughs> and um, I could tell you, I could go on and on about this stuff, what what happened. Another time, if you want to hear it. Sure. A funny thing happened. Uh, just, I'm just showing you how, what they can do with their electronics. Yeah. It, it, it put, what she said, did we more or less put a blanket all over everything, and it'll all work. So I called up uh, again at this uh, radio station the first time and here in town. It was called Backstage Live, and that guy was pretty good to me. And uh, I said, hey, I'll get I'll get uh, a signal in here for my UFO and uh, see what you think. And uh, so the time came. He was advertising it for a couple of weeks. It was mm-hmm. sometime in July, I guess. And... Uh, uh, I had my radio on, and uh, the only thing I heard was there's a microphone that's got a spring on it. I heard that spring on there. It didn't sound like nothing to me. And, and uh, after I, I said, don't broadcast for about 15 seconds, and then I'll try to get a signal. Well, I, uh, there, there was uh, nothing there. So I, just for the heck of it, I called up a friend of mine. And I said, well, uh, she wanted to know what happened. And I said, well, it, uh, I didn't get nothing. It just got this here sound in the spring. And then all of a sudden, my phone cut off. I called her back. And every time I called her back, my phone cut off. Hmm. And I cut, did it about 12 times. And then, what happened is, not then, but back then, when I went for that, uh, I mean, a couple uh, hours or half hour when I said I was going to uh, get the thing over they put an impulse in the uh, tape recorder. I was recording it on tape. In fact, I got it. I played, played it on the uh, Roger Fentonberg show. And um, this impulse would affect the chip in my phone when they get that far, got that far. And it cut my phone off. You see how dang smart they are? See what the what the producer tried to do. He was rattling that uh, spring on his his, his uh, microphone. He was going to fool me, and and say, uh, "Oh yeah, I fooled you. I made that noise on my microphone." Well, I would I would have agreed with him, but I said, it, "But here's where where the, how smart they are. They they tripped him up because they put an impulse on. <laughs> they went one step better. They put an impulse on my tape on my tape recorder that affected the chip in my phone and bang it shut shut me off. After that." The phone beeped seven times. Beep, 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 like that. Tell me and something. Then it was done. Tell me something, Bob. Why do these these 
UFO events happen to only to certain people and not everyone? Well, I can't really answer that. I don't consider myself a brilliant person. I, I have some mm. talents, and uh, I, I'm a, just a, a guy that did a lot of uh, construction work. I was a professional musician for quite a while. I played with some pretty good, pretty good dance orchestras years ago. That's excellent, but we were in a clarinet. And um, played good enough clarinet to play in a symphony if, if I had. I, I would make it work at it. And um, I, um, I mean, I'm a pretty um, normal person. I uh, like to drink beer, good beer. I'm a kind of sewer beer, not a common sewer beer. And uh, I don't think there's any special thing. Um, they may see certain things that they might like about you. And they might have liked something about me. I'm not sure what. But um, that's about all I can tell you about that. Tell me, Bob, have your, uh, have your, what's her name, Eviana? Yes. Has, has she ever talked about meeting people at the United Nations? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, she knows. Uh, yeah, she knows, not, not only that, but she knows. Uh, in fact, there, there are, I think, two or three senators that are ready to get this thing going to have to open up on it, to open up on the Congress, to open up on on the um, the, the House, yeah, Congress, the House and the Senate, and then go through the, the UN. No matter what you think of the UN, and I don't, not too much, I don't think, but maybe the UN could get get this. They want to go worldwide with this. And when will this happen? Uh, pardon? When, when will what? it happen? Yes. Very soon. Very soon, because uh, uh, right now uh, he was telling about the all, a lot of things. For instance, uh, we're worried about a third world war. We're worried about this guy in uh, Iran as he wants to get so much of this uh, atomic material or something about building a bomb. It won't do him no good. They can't set nothing off. You know, it, I think it was in Wyoming or was it? Yeah, or Montana. One of the two. There, a UFO went over one of these silos, lifted the cover off. Now, this was in the paper. Lifted the cover off, set it next to the silo like it was a wafer cracker, and then hung above the building for quite a while. And indicating, hey, look, fellas, the game's over. You might as well junk your, your uh, nuclear weapons. And But we are using nuclear warfare as more or less uh, something to perpetrate war because uh, look what uh, John McCain said the other day I'm ready for a hundred year war you know yeah. Bob and, stand uh, by we've got to take our final break for this hour well you heard it here the aliens are in the United Nations one 877 is toll free throughout the US Canada Alaska and Hawaii my name is Rob McConnell this is the Exxon and you're listening to us here on planet earth as well as Nanu Nanu Shazbutt, way up there with the aliens on the Talkstar Radio Network. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue live and around the world on Talkstar. There are a lot of people out there making claims of miracle cures for this or that, but they're usually anonymous. Margie Garrison, who they call the arthritis lady, gives you her name and tells you her story. In July 1979, Margie was amazed when her doctor uttered the words, arthritis is the easiest disease there is to cure. 
What a difference from what she'd heard for 43 years that there was no cure for arthritis. We don't have time here, but to learn the secret Margie learned, get to a computer and log on to healthstarproducts.com. It's guaranteed or your money back, and you have a full year to decide. Look it up for yourself online at healthstarproducts.com. Healthstar, H-E-A-L-T-H, healthstarproducts.com. Whether it's the arrival of Planet X in 2012, the Earth's crazy weather cycles, our deadly global warming, Armageddon, UFOs, ETs, terrorism, the critical mass 2008 presidential elections, Dr. Jason Rand talks the talk and walks the walk. Being a twice-nominated Grammy record producer, recording artist, publisher, lecturer, UFO ET researcher and investigator, and best-selling author of The Return of Planet X, Mankind's Ongoing Legacy with a Brown Dwarf Star, Dr. Jason Rand truly does walk the walk and talk the talk. For more information on Dr. Jason Rand or to order The Return of Planet X, visit his website at www.returnofplanet-x.com or call 901-336-9660. And where will you be in the year 2012? Excellent, everyone. I'd like to take this advantage of thanking all our guests tonight. Um, we've had a strange night here on the Exxon. But Batman, you and I got through it, pal. Thanks for being there. Batman is our producer at Master Control tonight. Dr. Georgina Cannon, Sherry Schreiner, Robert Morningstar, and our guest this hour is Robert UFO Bob Kewen. On Monday Night Show, I have Michael Levy, Jay Lankin, Michael Luckman, and Patrick Cook. Also this week, some of our guests include, uh, let me see, Govan Jayaman, Dr. Danine Peterson, Cal Korf, and Elizabeth Joyce. I received uh, an email over the past uh, news break, or commercial break, I should say. Uh, Dear Rob, I am a new listener to the X-Zone and a ranking officer of the United States Air Force. It is refreshing to listen to a talk show host who can differentiate between fact and fiction. Keep up the great work and the great show. Somebody appreciates the work that we do here, Batman. Bob, uh, Bob Kewen, first of all, thanks very much for joining us tonight, Bob. Great talking to you. And um, is there any message that... Eviana would like to share with us tonight? Um, no, not that I can tell you right now. Uh, the only thing I I will tell you this. Um, she's listening. They tune into it, you know, anything. Uh, sure. On the television, the radio, and she's listening to this because I I did uh, hear from her by channeling. She's going to listen. Mm-hmm. And um, Bob, she will leave, leave a message. I've heard her at times heard a voice just 
a very quick thing, and that's it. Didn't understand it. On the telephone one time, she broke in. But uh, she's hearing this, and <clears throat> she probably could give you some signal during the night yet before you get off. If you see, hear anything that just doesn't belong there, uh, she might do this. And uh, the interesting thing, no, uh, I want to get into something else. Uh, sure, we've got about a minute left, Bob. Okay. Uh, I want to know if anybody saw the angels during the, uh, when the lights went out in Iraq during the war, the Iraq war, the f- flying beings going across the screen, about six of them. Did you hear of anybody seeing that? No, I didn't. Uh, well, I know about five people who saw it. And uh, this, I went down to this one liquor store where I buy mm-hmm. my beer, and uh, uh, this, I said, I talked to her about a lot of stuff, and uh, I sure. talked to an Indian girl in there, and I said, yeah, talk to her about these uh, angels going across the, across the screen, which is not unusual in Iraq. That's an old but biblical country. And incidentally, I'm a Christian. Everybody wants to know. So she almost went to through the floor. She said, I never told it to anybody. Yes, i seen them. She said, I'll never forget it. Bob, again, thank you very much for joining us. Take care of yourself. And... Um... Good luck with your your event that is going to be held this July. Bob Kewen. Uh, see, I've got his website here. I just want to give it out. www.lightofdayradioshow.com forward slash dundee.html. There's some super photos there. Take a look. Seeing may be believing. Oh, but on this case, angels flying across the screen, reptilians. Um, let me see. UF uh, aliens at the United Nations. It's been one of those nights. Superman, thanks for keeping us on uh, track on those three satellites in the sky, Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, Aglia 2, and on TalkStarRadio.com, streaming audio. To my wife and senior producer, I'm sorry, Batman, uh, and to my wife and senior producer, the lovely Laura Rogers, thank you, honey. And to you, the XO Nation, the best audience in the world, thank you for allowing us to be part of your day or your night. So until Monday night, gang, have a super weekend, and always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light.